welcome to the Hope City Church podcast. We're so excited for you to listen along and hear this week's message. We pray it inspires and motivates and draws you closer to Jesus. Let's take a listen. to the end of the fast. We're here. This is the end of our 21 days of prayer and fasting. <laughs> Welcome to the weekend. Yeah, you know, we want to know what God's been saying to you, what he's been talking to you about, what he's shown you during the fast, the things that have happened in your life. Send us a message, call us, text us, email the office. Let us know what God did in your life, in your family, in your relationships, in your body, in your mind, in your emotions, what God did for you during these last 21 days. Yeah, it's so good to share. Like actually, just before we started doing this, I got a text from Marina um, and I saw the word epiphany and I don't want to share what her epiphany was because it's, you know, it's private and I didn't get a chance to write her back yet. Um, but the Lord was just speaking to her through her, she's talking to Mike, but yeah. she was speaking to her through her haircut today, you know? And I love that, like with fasting is that I just find that God starts speaking to me on, on, heightened, on heightened levels just through anything and everything. And, you know, we were talking about this this week, but, you know, we've seen a lot of breakthrough and I've seen a lot of breakthroughs in some areas in my life and some I'm still believing for breakthroughs yeah, in yes. other areas. But the thing I was telling you about breakthrough was it wasn't like anything changed. It was just like I saw. Yeah what was there. So I'm just thankful, you know, my share, I'll just share publicly with all of you is that it's just really been 20, you know, we're on 20 days now, 19 days. Well, as we film this, yeah, right. we're at 19 yeah. days. So yeah. of, of just illumination and I just want that to continue. I, I don't want it to stop. I'm, I'm excited about this year and, and I just know that we're going to need a lot of wisdom yeah. and we're going to need a lot of revelation and illumination from the word of God, but Absolutely. by the spirit of God. So we're excited. Mm -hmm. We're leaning in. This isn't the end, guys. And no, this isn't the end. This is the beginning. Totally. And the and thing about fasting is, is don't be discouraged if you haven't seen breakthroughs in certain areas of your life. Like I'm actually dealing with some health challenges right now. And um, we were just talking about this before. And um, it's one of the areas that I'm really standing on the word from. I yeah. haven't seen a breakthrough yet, but Oftentimes, you see a breakthrough after the fast. So perhaps if you're feeling discouraged, if you know, you've really just been digging in and fasting and believing God for some things, don't let go of the promises of God. The breakthrough often happens after the yeah, fast. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Amen. Stand, stand strong in the Lord and watch we Him work. We just read that. Having done all the stand, stand yeah, firm. That's right. In Ephesians. Yeah, the armor of God. Put on that armor of God. And who knew that the Lord would talk to you when you're getting your hair done? Who, who knew? You wouldn't. <laughs> That's not very nice. <laughs> um, so today is the last, this is the, we're in our, our weekend here and it's the, we finished our fast. And what we like to do at the end of our fast for the last three years now is take a Sunday and talk about the upcoming year, what God has been showing us and talking to us about. Um, we call it our Vision Sunday. Um, and so we're going to talk about today what God has shown us for this upcoming year. Before we jump into this coming year, what God showed uh, me, and I think you're going to share something about He showed you, um, I want to I take a step back and look at what God had talked to us just for a minute about last year, 2020. So if you remember, the scripture that we used for last year was based out of Isaiah, and we're going to look in there real quick together, and it's Isaiah chapter 54, and I've got the New Living Translation that I'm, that I'm reading from today. 
And in verse 2, Isaiah chapter 54, we're going to start in verse um, 2. And this is the word the Lord gave us for last year. And he said, enlarge your house, build an addition, spread out your home, and spare no expense, for you will soon be bursting at the seams. That's a great verse. Yeah. It's so good. I'm going I'm to read it again. Enlarge your house, build an addition, spread out your home, and spare no expense, for you will soon be bursting at the seams. And so what I felt the Lord was saying to us last year was that last year was a year of building. And I talked about how we were going to be building inward, outward, and upward. So we're going to build inward, we're going to build outward, and we're going to build upward. We talked about making room for new people. We talked about building inward, building things inside of us. We talked about building outward. We talked about building upward. And so that's what God spoke to us last year. And now I want to take a pause for a second because last year, 2020, nobody could have imagined. And you know, when God speaks to you, you always put your own spin on what you think that looks like, what God is saying. You know, you hear God say something and you're like, okay, this is, this we is, always do. yeah, this must be what God means is going to happen. But God always knows what he's really talking about. And so it takes us some time to get on page with what the Lord is talking about. And so um, a year of building, building is really a season. Building doesn't really happen super fast in the natural sometimes. Sometimes there's things that come along like 2020 that come along and stop building or they change what building looks like. And you have to, you have to begin to work around these obstacles and obstructions and how are we going to fix this and how are we going to move around this? And I believe that last year, 2020, was a year uh, truly where the enemy came and tried to um, divide and conquer and stop what God was trying to speak, not just to us, but around the world, try to stop it in its tracks. And so God said it's a year of building last year, inward, outward, and upward. And I still believe that. But I believe that this year of building is a season of building. That it's not just one year because a building takes time. It's, it's a season of things that takes place. And so I believe that for this year, we're going to continue on in a year of building. It's going to continue to be a season of building. And I know that God is doing some things and he's orchestrating some things that he wants to continue building. Building inside each and every one of us. Building inside of our church. Um, building outside of our church. Connections in the community and with other people. Building outside and building upward. And I love in this verse how it uses uses the words enlarge, build, spread out, and spare no expense. God is on the move and he is working and he is building. We are in a season of building. And like I said, I really believe that last year, 2020, was a year of great division where the enemy tried to come in and stop so much of what the Spirit of God was trying to do by and through division. If you stop and take a look at last year, um, and it, I'm not even talking about division in the world. Yes, there was division in the world, but even more, there was a lot of division inside the body of Christ. I'm not talking about necessarily our body, but yet there were divisions inside of our body, but I'm talking about the body of Christ at large. And um, Matthew 12, you, know, you all know this verse as well as I do. Matthew 12 and verse 25, the Pharisees are upset at Jesus because he's casting out demons and devils and they begin to say that Jesus is casting out these spirits because he's from the devil himself and in verse 25 Jesus knew their thoughts and he replied and said this any kingdom divided by civil war is doomed and a town or family splintered by feuding will fall apart look at those words number one the word any 
any. Nobody's exempt from this. Nobody's exempt from what division will cause in your life and in your family and in your body and in your mind and in your emotions. If there's division, if there's division present, it will stop what is trying to take place, what God is trying to do. He says any kingdom or town or family, Anywhere where there's division, it will fall apart. It won't grow and it won't be built the way that God is desiring it for to grow and build. And I believe last year, taking, taking, taking a step back and looking at last year, we see there was divisions over the virus. Some people believe the virus was real. Some people believe the virus was completely made up. Some people believe the virus was real, but the news that we heard had it all skewed. Some people believe we should wear masks. Some people believe we shouldn't wear masks. Some people believe we should get the virus or the, um, the vaccine. Some people think we shouldn't get the vaccine. Um, people think that there was all kinds of things taking place in the election and all these kinds of conspiracy theories and all these beliefs and opinions and what you see happening is all this division rising up in the world and in the body of Christ. We're, we're divided on our stance about what's taking place in the world. We're divided on our stance about what's taking place in U.S. politics. We're divided on our stance about how the Canadian government is handling situations and things. And we've allowed that division to creep into our everyday lives and begin to form who we are, what we think about, what we do, what actions we take, what conversations we have, and without even knowing it, it begins to polarize people. Either you're in this camp or you're in that camp. And what subtly and slightly begins to happen is there begins to grow a gulf and a division between you and I because I believe something over here and you believe something over there, and suddenly we are divided. And when there is division, like Jesus says here, he says, any town or family splintered by feuding. Now, I'm not saying there was feuding inside of our church, but I am saying there was differences and divisions inside the body of Christ. And that will stop. It will fall apart when God is trying to work and to move. Things will fall apart because the Spirit of God cannot move when there is disunity and division. The Spirit of God and the presence of God works and moves inside of unity and inside of peace. You see in the book of Acts when there is unity, when they were all together in one accord in one place, what happens? The Spirit of God shows up and moves. But when Ananias and Sapphira begin to lie, there's suddenly division. And what do you see happens? You see instantly the, the focus is changed from what the Spirit of God is doing to dealing with Ananias and Sapphira and their lies. And once that's taken care of, then there's unity again and the Spirit of God begins to move and the Word of God goes out and the kingdom begins to grow. Right. We... Do you have something to say? Yeah, I was just thinking about that's part of that inward as well because I wrote a post yesterday to worship leaders and I said, whatever is informing us is forming us. Yeah. Did you hear that? Whatever is informing you is going to be forming you. So mm -hmm. we have to be so careful at what voices we allow, what things that we are reading because our compass starts going off. Apostle Paul talked about yeah. that, about making a shipwreck of That's our faith. Right. So if the word of God isn't the 99.99999% stuff that we're really feeding on inside of us, our compass, or not yeah. our compass, but our trajectory, yes. our course is, is going to get set a little off. 
Right, you've got to stay on true north. It doesn't take much. That's right. To get off, you know, and, it, and that's part of this fast is like stay on track, stay on true north, yeah, true, north true north, true north, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Yeah. I was thinking about that scripture this morning. We're thinking about it a lot, actually. Little children, keep yourself from idols. Yes, yes, yes. You know, and, and a lot of this noise and a lot of this stuff can become a form of idolatry because we begin focusing on that more than we're focusing yeah. on God. And that becomes the message that we preach. And we're not preaching the gospel anymore. We are here to preach yes. the good news right. of Jesus Christ. It's the good news of Jesus Christ that brings people hope. It's the good news of Jesus yes. Christ that brings people life. It's the good news of Jesus Christ that's going to bring people salvation and healing and, and freedom from addiction and, and all those things that they so desperately have need of. It is only Jesus. Yeah. So we have to watch, church, what we are allowing to inform our lives mm -hmm. because that is forming things inside of us in greater ways than we could imagine. Yes, that's right. And, and let me, you know, as you're talking, I just want to clarify, like, you know, there hasn't been fights and division no. and, and terrible things happening inside of our church. And, and I'm not telling you not to not to have your own opinions and beliefs at all. Of course, that's not what I'm saying. What I am saying and what, what Pastor Jenny is talking about is let Jesus and the Word of God be your true north that informs and forms who you are. Um, you know, have your beliefs. Have, have, you know, if you want to wear the mask, wear the mask. If you don't, want, if you don't believe in masks, don't, don't wear masks. I'm not saying you got to do all these things. What I am saying is allow the Spirit of God to inform and for you, form you and that you do not allow your opinions and beliefs to separate you from the other believers and from the rest of the body of Christ, whether inside of our own church family or the church family, the church body of Christ at large. We need to be one so that we can accomplish all that God has for us to do. Because unknowingly, we start forming judgments in our hearts. Yes. And we actually become the thing that we despise. That's right. Yes. You know, we don't yeah. like to be judged, but then we become the judge. Yeah. You know, and then it becomes me against you mm -hmm. or us against them. But there's no us against them. There's we. That's right. And that's where the power yeah. is, is in the we. So we must guard, and you know, we're, and we're believing for the church at large yeah. to guard their relationship with Jesus Christ because this is our point of commonality. It's Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Yeah. yeah. I like this. <laughs> um, so, you know, a year of building last year, 2020, a year of building. And then we see the enemy comes and tries to stop with division, with, with infighting and with frustrations and just massive division everywhere you look. The enemy comes and tries to stop that. And I feel like what God is saying, what God spoke to me about, and I want you to go with me to John chapter 17. And what God spoke to me about was that 2021 was gonna be a year of unity where we are going to go and rebuild things, where, where there was separation, where the enemy tried to destroy and to separate us and divide us. I believe that God is going to bring us back together this year. And it, like all of us, the body of Christ at large, he's going to bring us all back together again to accomplish all that God has for us to do so that we can, like Pastor Jenny was saying, tell the world about Jesus because that's what they need more than anything right now. Yeah, we all do. We yeah, all need yes, this message yes. of the cross. So go with me to John chapter 17. 
and we're going to pick up in verse 20. And, and um, I think you just shared on this scripture recently, didn't you? Uh, possibly. Yeah. John chapter 17, we're going to start in verse number 20. And this is Jesus's prayer. And he's praying and he says, he says this right off the bat. I'm praying not only for these disciples talking about, you know, the 12. But he says, but also for all who will ever believe in me through their message. I want to tell you right off the bat that right here in this verse, it tells you that Jesus was praying for you. He was praying for your mama and daddy. Jesus was praying for those people, it says right here, who would ever believe in him through their message. Jesus was praying and interceding for you. How great is that? And here's what he was praying. He says in verse 21, I pray that they will all be one just as you and I are one. As you are in me, Father, and I am in you, may they be in us as one so that the world will believe that you sent me. May they be in us so that the world may believe that you sent me. What a powerful thought. And the thought here that Jesus is talking about is when we are unified together as believers inside of Jesus, inside of our Father, when there is unity, the world will know that we are his disciples. And it says here that they will know that they will believe that you sent me because of our unity, meaning that if we're divided, right. they can't know that right. because all they're going to see is our division and our fighting. And let's say, look at those people over there. They say they believe in Jesus, but they can't even get their story straight. These people believe that. Those people believe this. That guy over there all by himself, he believes like nobody knows what that guy believes. He's all by himself, but they're all fighting and that's what they're going to see. But he says here, Jesus is praying for you and me and for all who would ever believe in him. And he says, that they may be in us so the world may believe that you sent me. Yeah. And he goes on and he says, I've given them the glory you gave me so there may be one as we are one. I am in them, you are in me. May they experience such perfect unity that the world will know again that you sent me and that you love them as much as you love me. Mm. What a beautiful thought. So we see here in this passage of scripture that Jesus desires all of his believers to be united, to be unified, to be as one, to be found in Jesus and to be found in God with no division, with no separation, with no sex over here and no groups over here. He wants us to be united as one so that number one, so the world will believe that you sent me. And then number two, and this is what people need so much. Number one, they need to believe that God sent Jesus to die on the cross. John 3, 16. People need to know that. They need to hear it. They need to believe that. And then number two, he says, people need to know that you love them as much as you loved me. They need to know that, that God loves them as much as he loved Jesus. And he does. And that's the message that we get to proclaim to people when we're united. And, and, and here's the thing. Our actions proclaim that just as much as our words do. It's not just our words that will tell that story. It's not just our words that will share that truth. It is our life. It is how we treat people. It's how we interact with them. It's how we have the small conversations, not even talking about the big issues of life. It's what they see in our eyes. It's what they see coming out of us as we shovel the driveway or we, we 
put grocery carts away. We're buying things. It's, it's how they see Jesus in you. Right. And that comes through that unity. Yeah, it's the everyday spending yeah. time with Jesus. We, it's not just some appendage and he's not just some person over there, but it's John 15, I and him. Yes, that's right. And me, apart from him, I can do nothing. Yeah. And then eventually it's just like our spirit just, you know, becomes like the spirit of God. It's just love you know, and then joy, and then peace, and then gentleness. We're not going to be aggressive and, like, pushy and, like, you know, yeah. trying to push things on people, you know. We're going to be patient. We're going to be kind, yeah. you know. This, this Spirit of God, Jesus formed inside of you, coming out of you, mm -hmm. so that people know that God loves them. So they don't look at church and they say, man, these people are nuts. They're just fighting all the time with themselves. Forget about them. I'm going to go somewhere else to find my answers. We want people to look at us and see that we are images of Jesus, that we are united, that we are one with him and with our Father and with each other. So I believe that this year is a year where the enemy, you know, the Bible talks about what the enemy went for evil, the Lord's going to turn for good. So last year, I believe, I, I completely believe that last year was a year where the enemy tried to destroy through division. He said, I'm going to stop these people dead in their tracks. I'm going to divide them all over, over all kinds of things. There, there seemed like last year there was so many things that you could choose to be divided and take a stance on that I just, I can't even imagine. Or I can't even remember the last time there was so many things to be divided over. Right. But the right side is the Lord's side. That's right. And the Lord's side is we pray. That's right. And so I believe the enemy tried to come in last year and stop what God was wanting to do with division. But God is saying, no devil, no, not today. Like that great Hillsong song. And so he's saying to us, that this is a year of, un of unity. This is a year of us being as one. This is a year of us being found in him like Jesus is found in him and God is found in Jesus. This is our year of unity. Yeah, and I think it's a year of maturity as well. Yes. It's just in case you're talking out of Romans 8, those who are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. And if you go look up that word sons in the Greek, it's from the word huios, which means the mature ones, yeah. you know? Pressure and hardship is going to prove what's inside of us, good or bad. I'm sure a lot of us maybe like things that we saw in ourselves this year. And, they, and then we also <laughs> saw things that we didn't like in ourselves this year. But that's okay. As long as we take those opportunities yeah. as an opportunity to allow the light of Jesus Christ to shine upon our hearts mm -hmm. so that we will change and that we will grow into becoming more perfected yes. into who Jesus Christ is. So I believe that it's also a year of maturity. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And growing. Like Matthew 5 says, blessed are the peacemakers for those shall be called the sons of God, children of God. But it's the same word yeah. in the Greek, the mature ones. Yeah. Yes, it is mature. These are days. These are days um, to, to, we just did this whole series, but like Jesus, these are days to really, 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 really be like Jesus. The long gone yeah. are the days of just coming to church mm -hmm. Sunday after yeah. Sunday. God is raising up a holy, equipped, and sanctified church. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Do you have any other? Yeah, I do. I just, um, are you done? Or? Yes. Yep. Yeah, okay. Um, I just wanted to share this scripture, and I hope that it goes. Um, it was just a scripture that the Lord gave me for 2021 for our church, but I really think that it goes with the outward 
focus and perhaps ties into some things that you were saying, but I want to read it out of the New King James first. It's Matthew 5, uh, 13 to 16, okay? It says, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You, church, are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to the whole house. Let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, yeah. which is in heaven. And we were just reading this in the message, and it says, here's another way to put it, yeah. okay? You're here to be a light, church. You're here to be a light, bringing out the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this. I love Eugene Peterson. Yeah. Uh, as public as a city on a hill, if I make you light bearers, there's that if, you don't think I'm gonna, um, you don't think I'm gonna hide it under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I've put you there on a hilltop on a light stand, shine. It mm. says it with an exclamation mark. Keep open house. Okay, if you're writing notes, write this down. Keep an open house. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you'll prompt other people to open up to God, this generous Father in heaven. Mm. And this is Jesus speaking in the Sermon yeah. on the Mount. Yes. So, you know, if you go study a city on a hill, there was many cities in Judea. They were places on summits on the side of the mountain for all the people to see. Yeah. You know, so... I believe that God is raising up a holy church, a sanctified yes. church, and a separated church for all the world to see. I, I believe that mm -hmm. God is raising up Hope City to be a holy yes. church, yeah. a sanctified church, and a separated yeah. church for our nation to see, not us, but to see, as it says here, and glorify God because of the good works being yeah. done. Yeah. How we live our lives how we live with what's informing us, how yeah. it's forming us. This is all part of our light mm. shining accurately, brightly, yeah. for all Absolutely. the world to see. People are looking for a flashlight to lead them right now. They are looking yeah. for that light of hope to lead them in this hour. And that's part of this outward where it says we're going public with this. I believe our church, even we, we did more at the end of last year, but I know that wasn't the end is our church, you know, and I know COVID's kind of thrown some wrenches in this, but you know what? We're not going to just get stuck in the land of impossibility that we serve a God of the possible. So yes, God, when God gives us ideas, he's going to give us the creativity to, to lead us through that. But we are going public with this message of yeah. Jesus Christ. It's not just for us. It's for the world right. around us. Right. So I pray that there's days of grace for us as a church to go out to the streets, to go out into all the world and preach the good news mm -hmm. of Jesus Christ, that we truly could be known as not just the name of Hope City Church, yeah. but a city filled with hope. Yeah, and you know, that, that, that ties in and that goes right along with um, a year and a season of building, right? If we're building outward, we're making room for other people. We've got to be a light so that they're drawn to us and they can see us. You know, a city set on a hill can't be hidden. So we've got to be a light. And, and to be a light, we've got to be united. We've got to be unified so that we're all sh being a light that shows the same thing. We don't want a bunch of different lights that are confusing and unsure of each other. But we want to be one big bright light pointing to Jesus, calling people to come to us. And so it's a year 
It's a year of unity. It's a year of being a city set on the hill. It's a year, and I believe it's a season that God is continuing to build and continuing to work and continuing to move um, both in us and through us. You hear me say that all the time, but I believe that we need God to, to first move inside of us so that then he can begin to move through us. There's things inside of us he needs to orchestrate and to work and sort out. And once he begins to do that, then he begins to work through us for his good plans and his good pleasure. Amen. Amen. Well, there's one more thing we want to do together. At the end of this fast, we like to take communion together and just seal off the fast and, and seal off what God's done in our hearts. So why don't you take a second and grab your stuff and get ready, and we'll come right back and we'll take the elements together. Okay, so I hope you've got your stuff so you can take communion with us. And um, we just want to take this together um, as a symbol and to remember what Jesus did on the cross for us as we finish our 21 days of fasting, as we, as we finish our, our 21 days of consecration and pulling away from things of the world and emptying ourselves out, filling ourselves up with Jesus, we just wanna take some time to remember the work that he did on the cross for us. So in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, Paul is talking and he says on the night, he's talking about Jesus and he says, on the night he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread and he gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it into pieces and said, this is my body which is given for you. Do this to remember me. And so we're going to take this bread and remember the work that Jesus did in his body for us, the, the stripes and the bruises and the cuts and all the pain that he endured in his body. So Father, we thank you for your son who came down to the earth and lived a life for us and willingly laid his life down on the cross, that by his stripes, we are healed. Father, we thank you for your healing power that was, that was released because of the stripes. You took on your body. You took our sickness. You took on your body our sins. And we thank you, Jesus, for doing a work that we could never do. And we thank you today for your healing power, for the authority that you have over sin and death and the grave. Jesus, we're so thankful for the work that you've done. We remember it today. Let's take the bread. Jesus, we thank you for your blood. We thank you that you are the ultimate one-time sacrifice. Jesus, we take this in remembrance of you today. Uh, Lord, we thank you that it's your blood that speaks a better word. Mm -hmm. Lord, we thank you that your blood makes us sanctified and, and justified and, and righteous and holy, Lord, and separated to do your will. Father, I just speak uh, a protection and a, and a hedge over every home as, as, we, as we drink this juice today in, in remembrance of your blood today, Lord Jesus. I say that no evil will befall us and no plague yeah. shall come near our dwelling, Lord Jesus, that no disease, no sickness can come near our bodies in the name of Jesus. I say that the same spirit of Jesus Christ dwells in us, God, and it's bringing life and life more abundantly to our church and everybody watching today. Spirit, soul, and body. God, we proclaim the power within your blood today, Lord, and we thank you that your blood didn't just speak the better word. It spoke the yeah. best word, Lord Jesus. We don't take this lightly this morning, God, and, and we take this in remembrance of you today, Lord Jesus, and we thank you for your hand over our church this year in Jesus' name. Amen. We thank you, Jesus. 
So, happy weekend, everybody. We thank you, Jesus, for all you're doing. We thank you, Father, for all you've done in this last three weeks as we sought your face. And God, I ask right now that you seal those words, those dreams, those visions, that those things that you place inside of our heart and those words that you spoke to us. Father, I ask that you seal them inside of us so that as we finish this fast, that we don't leave and forget what you said and spoke to us about and the things that you've done, but you, that you remind them, that you, that you write them across our hearts. So as we think back, we're always reminded, Father, of your words and your love toward us. Father, I thank you that you are making us one like you and Jesus are one, Father, so that the world will know that you love them and so that the world will believe that you sent Jesus down to the earth so they may know your Son, may they come to salvation because of your love and your work that you've done on the cross for them. Father, we thank you again for all you've done. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. We all said, Amen. Amen. I just want to say something. Church, this isn't the end. Just because 21 days are over, this is not the end. Remember that this is just the beginning, really, yeah. of the start to our year, just as we were praying right there. I just I heard the lyrics of the song, Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true. With thanksgiving, Father, I'll be a living sanctuary for you. Yeah. May that be the posture of our hearts and our lives and our homes. You know, Lord, prepare us. Prepare us continually this year to be a sanctuary, pure and holy for you, that the world, that our kids, that the world around us would see you, Jesus Christ. Yeah, amen. It's a year of unity. It's a year moving ahead. The division and the, and the, the weapons of the enemy aren't going to stop what God is trying to do. We're going to be united and go into all the world and be a city that is set on a hill so that all may know and hear about Jesus and come to love him and accept him into their lives. We love you. We're praying, believe in God for all of you, and we cannot wait to see you soon. Have a great weekend. Thanks so much for joining us today. We hope you are drawn closer to Jesus and that his spirit, his love, and his life are filling you right now. If you'd like more info about who we are and what we're doing at Hope City, head over to hopecitychurch.ca to find out more. And if you liked what you heard, head over to iTunes and rate the podcast to spread the word so others can hear too. And oh, one more thing before we go. We just want to remind you that you were made for hope.